show me your news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's show me your news. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Hilt gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and the ladies like my skills at work. I mean, what? You said this twice. Is there, is there reasoning behind it? Yeah. They really like my skills at work. And well, by skills, are... I mean video editing skills. Oh, Did... yeah. By video, oh. video editing skills, he means his penis. Yes. Man, you caught me. <laughs> uh, I am super, and I am having a hard time getting out of hell. I'm Tony, and I said penis in the first minute of the episode. Good job. You're Stay so class. good. <laughs> oh, man. Rape that, you know what. <laughs> no, don't do that. What are you doing? You're starting terribly today's show. Episode awesome. 115. So 115 on Friday, July 20th, 2012. No guests today. We tried to get a couple people, but they did not fall through. And Buzz is still hitting up SoCal. Hopefully he'll be back. uh, Hopefully he'll be back next week for What Are You Playing? I hope. And we're going to get him to do Show Me Your News Network stuff. And by we, I mean me. And by me, I mean if I have time. Our top (laughs) stories today, Comic-Con... 2012, Ouya, Evo, a couple of those stories may sound familiar to last episode. And the hilarity of the week involves a tweet that caused a outrage. An outrage. I was going to like put that different word like a, that was there. But like, a, like nerd rage. a nerd rage. It caused a nerd rage. There you go. Out recently, NCAA Football 13, Quantum Conundrum, and Tony Hawk HD. We'll have our story pool, we'll have our soapbox, and a thought on some Batman hype. Or just really sad, depressing stories about Batman. Batman. Yeah. But we'll start with Comic Con 2012. Uh, we said it was, you know, coming last week. We have a you know collection of stories here. Did anything really jump out at Comic Con? Because we, we try to say like every year, well, like maybe it's getting more video game related. It gets and... a little. There, there's some news sprinkled in, but typically mostly it's uh, comics and some games, or uh, comics and like the you know big movies. I mean, drawing out of our story pool a little bit, uh, I was kind of, I'm kind of playing it safe as far as my hype for the Deadpool game is concerned. Mm-hmm, yeah. I, I looked at it and I'm just like, I know the humor here is supposed to be good, and they're playing it off pretty well. I just don't like Nolan North's voice in this role. Well, see, it was really good in Ultimate Marvel, but like, it's a yeah. different tone, and mm-hmm. it's kind of. It just sounds like him screaming. Way. It just sounds like him screaming. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I totally agree, you know, holding some reservations for it. It was definitely one of the biggest surprises as far as the gaming-related yeah. news uh, out of the show. I mean, you did have, what, Jack and Cole confirmed for uh, PlayStation All-Stars, which yeah. that wasn't a surprise at all. That's about as, you know, of course, you know, confirmed that as, you know, an update. Of course. Of, of course. Um, but yeah, the you Deadpool game a... was really surprising, and I, you're all right. Like there is so much hope for it to be good, but you just can't tell at this point in time. Yeah, 
Uh, I had to laugh because Mass Effect still seems to be somehow a thing going around. Yeah. <laughs> and the most recent doctor from Doctor Who was spotted rocking around with a Mass Effect Omni tool. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I, ha- I-, I had to laugh at that because I'm just like, oh, dear Lord. Fanfics everywhere. Indeed. All of the uh, things like, that, like, the, all be awesome. All the the things that got me, the, like, my favorite thing during the con was just Kojima tweeting. Mm. Because, like, I don't know how ingrained in American culture he is, but it was very funny to me to just see him go, Look, it's the guy from the Hulk show. I ran into him. <laughs> and the Hulk take, show. What was the Hulk TV show? Like, who's this? Oh, like, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, he, he's like, I saw Lou Ferrigno. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and he took a picture of the Turtles booth, and he said, Cowbunga, and tweeted a picture. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this, is, this is weird. It's culture shock, if you will. Shell shock. Huh? And then uh, write a line for Ugg, Solid Snake, and MGS5, which was not, not that, for... No. No, not no. That's why I say Ugg. I, I preface it with Ugg. You're like, Cowabunga. <laughs> but that was that was pretty funny to me. Uh, what what did come out? They are doing a. I don't know if we mentioned this previously, but they are doing a Sonic uh, Mega Man comic book crossover. So weird. I like not, it. I, not too I, weird. We had known for a while that uh, Archie had gotten their their hands on the uh, Mega Man license. And since they've been doing the Sonic ones for a long time, I this, this news was absolutely no surprise to me. But it's cool. It is pretty cool. I do like, you know, the two blue heroes working together. I like the concept. Mm-hmm. And the thing that gets me is, uh, you, you think it's weird, but I think they totally fit. Like, no question. Like, really easily if you try. Well, you don't even have to try. Both you don't, yeah, you don't even try. Both of them have, you know... Doctors who work highly in, you know, robotics, androids. You have Robotnik who builds just about nearly everything, and Wiley who builds just about everything. The fact that these two have meshed doesn't they're surprise bl- me in the slightest. They're, they're blue. <laughs> they're blue! And I think their powers complement each other as well. I suppose. I'm excited. I don't know if you saw the Korra cosplay that was featured on Kotaku. But that was great. <laughs> sure, uh, there was lots of good cosplays. There were a lot of good cosplays, but the Korra one was especially appealing. Oh, uh, they announced four seasons of that. Did they did, didn't they? Yeah, yes, they did. Um, um, I, it's pretty not, surprising. I, no, no, no. I, I I was looking it up and I saw someone mention that the, they didn't say so far as four seasons, but they said four books, and that season. T- well, this season two, book two, is technically supposed to be, like... Right, three and four or something like that? No, uh, book two is supposed to be the second half of season one. Right. Using air quotes. And books three and four are supposed to be season two. Yeah. So. It's, it's definitely next... surprising, but for a show that good, uh, it is good to see quality shows get you know that kind of recognition from networks although you'll still know what i feel about it so book two is spirit mm-hmm. that's about it and viacom is doing weird things with direct tv and they're having little their little kerfuffle yeah and that's, uh that's nickelodeon's part of viacom so like really up and down 
I heard Comedy Central got pulled from uh, DirecTV. Yep. That's crazy. Yep, and that's, you know, Daily Show and Colbert Report weren't doing online streaming as a result. That kind of sucked a South lot. Park. Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried about South Park. <laughs> Futurama, oh man, I didn't think of that. That sucks. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2 confirmed HD. That was another thing, though, wasn't it? That was uh, Sonic. That was Sonic I'm, Boom, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, but it was at Comic Con, right? No. They they technically they they're like a couple blocks away. Okay, but it, is that what it was? Kind of at the same yeah. time, I guess. I don't know. The, okay, so Sonic Boom held their little event, and uh, that was an out, and they did it in a very funny way. So they said from the master of keeping secrets, and then they showed a bunch of pictures oh, yeah. of leaked games, like the ga- every game that got leaked in the last yeah. five years on websites. Which is everyone. That was a great reveal, and like it kind of gave you chills a little bit. Yeah. And then uh, the record Ralph guy was at that uh, as well. John C. Riley, yeah. And uh, no, it was the director. What? Well, yeah. I saw John C. Riley somewhere. I'm sure he was somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there's some G. Some watching some G4 coverage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about Sonic Boom. The director was at Sonic uh-huh. Boom. Oh, that's he right. He was talking right. and said that he uh, called Sega. It was one of the first calls he made or something. And they showed uh, more of the. The scene with all the bad guys and the confessional or whatever. Confessional. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you call that. Yeah. They did their little chant and left. And um, when uh, Ralph was at the like little train station place thingy, Sonic was uh, visible and sort of audible, but the crowd was screaming, so you couldn't really hear what he's saying. But I can tell you with quite confidence that that was Roger, and that made me pretty happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was definitely Roger Craig Smith. I know. I mean, we don't know. We didn't see him. But, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's been it, confirmed like it he's <laughs> he's back and you know Kyle Abear is doing Ryu and yep. you know right people doing the right things are doing and then what Wreck It Ralph in Sonic All Stars it's not Danica Patrick it's, it, it it's kind of makes it's sense. kind of a cool it does make sense it's kind of a cool crossover it's just I think it's awesome it's, mm-hmm. it's strange character casting for that game just the first just Danica Patrick really <laughs> yeah. Well, what, and then what? Knights wasn't a character. She, he's a car. It's genderless. So it's he. She, so I, so I said she, he. But yes. So technically, right. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's just clarify. It's so, yeah. so strange. It's very. Uh, my favorite thing about Sonic Boom 2012 was uh, Retro had a little fun. Sonic Retro. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, in the gigantic line up to where they had were having the event, they decided, what happens if we start belting out a few lines from Live and Learn? <laughs> Turns out, an entire block starts singing it. Wow. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a little bit nostalgic, I guess, considering a certain Yomacon. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mm. I wonder how many of them screwed up, screwed, screwed the lines. <laughs> I'm wondering. I thought there was another instance of something similar. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> no, well, probably. I'm, I remember there was another nostalgic chick episode where she was just her and her, the girls in her video were like just singing the Mulan. Oh, let's get Mulan. down to and you like. Oh, I'm saying Mulan Rouge. No. Oh yeah, that one's great. But. uh you just hear a boyfriend in the other room just to defeat the ho-, like way in the other room. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was basically it from Comic Con. Unless you can think of anything else. Uh, it was good stuff. I'm sure it was fun. Was, I go. I'm, yeah, I'm sure I it was great for those that were there. Yeah, absolutely. I want to go. <laughs> it's so, so crazy though. Like so many people. No, I can't think of anything more for Comic Con. As far as the game news goes, yeah, I try to avoid all the all the TV and movie stuff now because spoilers everywhere. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like there are so many Dark Knight trailers. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm trying to keep away from everything Batman right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, we all haven't seen it, so when we get to Batman hype, it'll be interesting in yeah. thought. Anyway, ooh yeah. Oh yeah, the the $99 console. See, last time we had talked about, oh, it seemed like it it might be a thing. Rumors, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Well, not only is it a thing, it got put up on Kickstarter, and they asked for about, you know, just under a million dollars at $950,000. They gave it about a month to, you know, meet that goal. They met it in eight hours. Yup. I I tried to get Tony in on that. Yeah, he like has called me, and I was like on my way to work, and I'm like, dude, I cannot do anything about this right now, and I don't have seven hundred dollars because they give you like dev kit and they advertise your game a year, which is awesome. Oh, wow! But I'm like, oh god, and I was calling my buddies like, we need to figure something out about this uh, soon. But Super told me within like fifteen minutes it was gone. Yep. Well, no, it's I like, mean, all these seven hundred one. Yeah. yeah, there's like six. There's like two hundred of the seven hundred oh, uh, yeah. backer deals. I'm like, there's sixty left. I wonder how long this has been going. I didn't actually check to see when it had started. I'm yeah, just like, Tony, you should get on this. And then fifteen minutes later, they're all gone. Mm-hmm. There's two hundred twenty-eight of those left right now. They must have added them. Yeah, because they've clearly seen a lot of them. Um, I've already been crushed. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> have seven hundred dollars anyway. So. They're right with nineteen days to go. They are at. $5,294,421, which is amazing. I am soon going to be backing for the $99 one. Uh, I am... I'm not going to say, like, I'm going to get my hopes up a lot, but it's I think... It's going to be a neat thing to have. It, it will be. And, you know, one of the uh, the comments here on the main page, Syatham from Reddit, I've wasted $100 on stupid things. This actually looks cool. Hmm. I mean, the fact that you're thinking about you know game development for people that aren't going to get you know bogged down in the you know high class AAA production and business demands and all that. It's more or less a free platform that allows people to develop and do you know potentially great things. It's I think a worthy device to have, especially for $99, That's the if you can't thing. afford it. That's the thing, is it's not like a waste of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were like 200 to $300, like some of the consoles, and like, oh, it's not like, no, I'd be like, no. <laughs> but 99 is like barely anything for a game console, so that's pretty cool. The people who are like, oh, I have a phone that does Android, What? what's the point? Like, you're entirely missing the point that it's with a con- actual controller... With a TV. The buzzsaw is not here. But I recommend again. that you go read... Again, right. <laughs> but I do recommend you go read his post on his Tumblr. Thebuzzsaw.tumblr.com uh, He had a great write-up about... In fact, I'm going to go look at it and just you know 
mentioned his main points that you need to go read in more detail. Peruse the facts. Yes. I'm kind of curious <laughs> on the left side of that controller. <laughs> For those who don't know, the uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the picture. Yeah, the Oya controller. I think it only shows like a half of it. And I'm looking at. It, I'm just like, so is it like a Wii U Pro controller or an Xbox 360 controller? There's apparently a motion pad, but not. It's not a touch screen. But it, you know, allows for you know the touch kind of controls that a phone would have, which is which is nice. While you're looking for that, uh, real quick, a, a little tangent. I heard Nintendo. Uh, I saw in Kotaku they said that Nintendo was not going to make the new controller if uh, EA said they weren't going to make Call of Duty on that tablet thing. They're like, nope. Hmm. So they did it to secure Call of Duty. Yeah. Which isn't stupid, but they should have had that in mind anyway. Because damn it. Can you imagine playing Smash competitively on a big tablet thing? She's uh, Mad Cats had already started their controller. But still. <laughs> EA, oh. Activision, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Activision. <laughs> wah, wah. Somebody, yeah. uh, I, know, I know Buzz wants to do zero two, two, eh, blah, blah, zero 2D, that game, mm-hmm. on Ouya. So at the very least, get it for that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, on his Tumblr... Uh, Buzz debunks the arguments of my phone, tablet, PC already does this. It will lead to further Android fragmentation. Why would I want to play Angry Birds on my TV? And you paid for something that does not exist. So, if you have those claims, have Buzz debunk them thoroughly by reading thebuzzsaw.tumblr.com Then there was that thing about Activision being sold. That was funny. (laughs) That was weird. And like, they could possibly, you know, buy it back again. That's just a strange art thing. I don't know. Uh, somebody told me, somebody tweeted last week that uh, Steam's having a big uh, game sale for like a bunch of really cheap games, and they're having an Activision sale over there. <laughs> they're having an Activision bundle, but not an Activision sale. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, that's that's funny. Uh, but oh yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I am too. I like it that. could it I like could that. fall prey, I think, to piracy, which could be really bad. Um, well, how would it be piracy when all the games are free? Well, I think they're trying to do like a free to play model, which you know could involve you know paying for you know microtransactions, something like that later down the line. But you know, not all the games are you know. Free and free, and you'll never have to pay, and because it's all free, like that—that's yeah. not uh, the point. You can't make money that way. No. But it is nice to kind of unshackle some of the video game industry console, you know, restrictions that currently exist. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're we're probably supported too. Like we're pretty excited. Yeah, Balls can't be on it because you can get a touchpad, but. The next game we're working on definitely will be. Mm. At Golden Vault Games. Yeah. Yeah. Evo 2012 was pretty fun to watch. Um, I know. Sort of. For our all-day stream, we were trying to catch Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 finals, and we got stuck watching uh, King of Fighters 13, which actually turned out to be a great grand final. Probably one of the best moments of the entire show. Uh, I didn't watch that. I was someplace else. It was it was pretty good. A uh, Filipino champ ended up winning Ultimate Marvel. 
Infiltration yeah. took home Super Street Fighter 4. There were no Daigo versus Punko-like moments. No. I, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, no no one that I wanted to win won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like, I, I didn't... I, Filipino, Filipino champ, he was a really good player. But honestly, he got freaking lucky like three times. Someone yeah. just dropped a combo, just, you know, nerves or something like that. And, you know, he capitalized off of that, which is exactly how a game goes. But it's just one of those, man, that feels like a cheap victory. Didn't he do also something you... where, like, he changed, you know, characters or he changed something. But there was some sort of controversy. I remember hearing about it. Uh, or he, switched, he switched assists. Oh, whoa. I didn't and, know. and, like... His opponent didn't pick up on it, but like yeah, he switched assists after he won or something, and it was really subtle. Hmm. I don't know controversy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah that... controversy and Ultimate Marvel Capcom three assist. Yeah. Um, if it played a major part in why he won, I don't know. I don't know. Some of those players would tell you that it is a big deal. Yeah, but on the other hand, I'm not one of those players. <laughs> As it, my, you lost your match, is what happened. Mm-hmm. You didn't prepare. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it's just like he just didn't. He didn't prepare himself. He lost the match. I don't know what else to say from that. You know, I may not be you know into that scene all that much, and I don't follow the their counterpicking uh, procedure. Mm-hmm. So, which means I'm not exactly you know the guy. To be, ta- to be saying this, but you're still doing a comp- a contest of skill. Yeah. That's pretty much it. This isn't a contest of skill, and you lost. Or, in, in Champ's case, he won. Yeah. I, I mean, still, I think that for Evo, even if you're terrible at fighting games or have really not much of a clue about fighting games, Evo is an entertaining watch. I mean... We were getting pretty excited about it. You know, people in the stream chat, they're watching alongside with us, you know, and they had their own stream uh, windows for Evo open. Like, there, it was very, very entertaining. And I think the production value, we talked about this last time, I think it really yep. went up this year. Uh, although I do really did miss Seth Killian on the mic. Yeah. Uh, I do have to mention, though, uh, I have seen Smash Brothers tournaments actually have similar production values for their streams Mm -hmm. if not almost completely the same (laughs) uh and uh i gotta stop saying uh guys (laughs) uh 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 so but uh super street fighter 4 that was a lot of fun but there was i i've seen them play better I mean, that's what I'm, I, this Evo, I didn't feel like it was nearly as cool as 2011's, as far as the fights were concerned. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of was just people doing their bread and butter combos, and nothing, you know, out of nothing left crazy. field, nothing crazy. It was actually kind of boring sometimes. There were some fights where I just didn't stick around because I didn't care. Yeah. After I was watching the Super Street Fighter tournament and the top eight was a lot of fun i didn't watch the grand finals i just was like eh, it's late 
Yeah, that's that's part of the thing too. I'm being on you know the Pacific Coast when you're in the Eastern Time Zone. That stuff gets late. I'm like I got work in the morning, so and, yeah. And I really, really did want to watch uh, Street Fighter Cross Tech and and Soul mm-hmm. Calibur Five, but I missed those. Yeah, completely. I don't know. I think my recommendation would be to check out the King of Fighters Thirteen Grand Finals because I know nothing about that game, and that was very entertaining to watch. Despite a lot of it was just being like, "Come on, get get to Marvel." Get, oh wait, you're having. Tag Tournament 2 demo? What? No, I want you to get to Marvel. <laughs> so that was kind of my Evo experience watching at home at the end of a day-long stream, which I think went pretty well. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to ever have Street Fighter Cross Tech in a scramble mode tournaments. Because hmm. that's straight up. That I've played that mode, and it's straight up fun. For those who don't know, scramble is 2v2. Ah, mm. thank you for clearing that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. the hilarity of the week involves MC Chris, the nerdcore rapper. Which I'll be honest, I didn't know what the hell nerdcore I was going to say. Yeah. Very well. No. Uh, very recently, I actually did find out what it was, and because thanks to Netflix, there is a nerdcore documentary. Really. Yes. And Weird L's on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? They yeah, see me uh, rolling. Pretty much. He he do, he pretty much... Co- Oops. Oh. Nothing. Oops. Nothing happened. Did you, like, clank a coffee mug? A uh, dish. Salad. A dish. Close. Close. Also, MC Chris is MC P-Pants in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Just throwing that out there. Okay. I. That was information I didn't know, and honestly, I'm kind of impressed you knew. Well, he kind of peed his pants him. when he cried <laughs> over his apology. Oh, I don't know. Weird thing happened at one of his concerts, which I again, I know nothing about. But someone was at the concert uh, for MC Chris for doing this, you know, nerd-based rapping, and there is the opening act, Richie Branson, who apparently this guy, what's his name? Taylor, this last name. Taylor. What's the first name? Mike Taylor is a fan of MC Chris. Apparently has been for a long time. A long time fan. And Mike Taylor tweeted about the opening act. Dear nerd rapper opening for Power Glove slash MC Chris. I guess Power Glove's at the show as well. You're not good enough to pander to me. Better luck next time. So then MC Chris apparently goes... And spazzes out on stage, calls out Mike Taylor by name, and says, Security is going to take you the F out now. That's what you get for talking shit on Twitter. So he calls out the tweet that was made and kicks out a longtime fan. Uh, bad move, buddy. Classy. Mike Taylor goes to Reddit. Posts about his experience. The internet gets in a frenzy. And then MC Chris makes a weepy YouTube video. He cries. Wah, wah. It's not a look. I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be a better person. Mm. I make mistakes. I'm sorry, but I realize that you're nerdcore. But 
seriously walking out and going, that's what you get for talking. Bleep. Yeah, on Twitter. What the hell? Opinions shouldn't get you thrown out. It's of one, anything. Yeah, it's, it's one thing to be like, you know, drunken fan that's, you know, causing a ruckus at the show and being disruptive. That's one thing. Guy sent a tweet that was a, an opinion that wasn't profanity laced, that wasn't insulting. He's just saying, you're not doing it for me. Like, you're not, your pandering isn't going to work for me. Still paid to get good, in. You're not good enough to get it. You're not good enough to, pan, to pander to me, is what he said. And that's cruel, sure. But he's, one, the hell is this guy ever going to see this quote? That's true. Does he have, like people monitoring Twitter about the show backstage? I... I don't know, but it's just one of those, you know, I, I feel bad for Richie Branson because technically he's got to be feeling like crap right now. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, he tried. He didn't do well enough. He, somebody didn't like him well enough to make a uh, tweet about it and get kicked out of the show. And here he is probably thinking to himself, well, frick. What I I didn't mean to that to happen. That's yeah, my really, performance. Yeah, it was. Yeah, pretty much it was his performance. If he, you know, took issue with it, you know, then. But he disappears from the story almost as, almost immediately. So I imagine that this was all done without his almost pretty much his knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> or if it was, it was more or less you know MC Chris coming out and going, "Don't worry, man, I'll take care of this." I got uh, your okay. back, bro. Uh, okay. Because you, you're the opening act. You're not going to say no to the act. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know how Daniel Tosh apologized? What? Am I the only one? Did he? Do, do we have to really, explain this okay. whole thing? Did he apologize? Because I watched he his show. He did apologize, but it's totally like I heard he apologized. I'm like, that's no, he don't care. I watched his show. If you know him, and... you know he doesn't care. And um, he definitely poked fun at the situation several times, and that wasn't the classiest thing to do, in my opinion. But I mean, Gosh. that's not. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you don't know what happened, uh, he said rape was always funny, oh, and some girl that... called out. Yeah, he like apologized for that, and I'm like, you don't care. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's who he is, and part of me is like, you should expect that at a show. I mean, it isn't. I mean, it's not funny, but I mean, you know what you're getting into when you go to a Daniel Tosh show, too. I think bad humor. Yeah, misogynistic humor. Like, like when Carr's like, "How do you? How does anyone like his humor?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's like my brain is completely off when I'm laughing at that stuff because that is like the most base crap." Mm-hmm. Which I cho- I I tried watching Daniel Tosh because he had stuff on Netflix, which we're bringing up a lot. Netflix is amazing. Laugh. Eight dollars a month, you can get all this stuff and more. Yeah, but yeah, I've watched Daniel Tosh, and I think I cracked a smile once. Didn't laugh. Didn't chuckle. I didn't even give a heh. The only like really good parts of his show, like the only reason I watch the show, is because like the little opening section first does. The, yeah, yeah, the first act with all the the videos. Like that's really all I care for. And then I'll probably sleep through the rest of it. 
show. So um, the unless web, so the web redemption. Okay, though. unless the web redemption, I'm aware of it. Like the whistles go woo. Like <laughs> I, I'll watch that one because I know that video. I saw I saw an article. I think it was from the Onion, where it's like Daniel Tosh laughs while being raped. <laughs> he, 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 he like got raped in the article, and he just thought it was funny. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably accurate. I don't know how we went from MC Chris. <laughs> I, well, because I didn't know about that. Watch. I wanted to go to something I knew about. Okay, <laughs> it was messed up too. But it, he didn't care. I know he didn't care. They're both apologies, and it, they they. The second one kind of revolves around what Tony says when he plays video games. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't really see. I've been I've been getting people jumping on me about that. I'm like, it was a sarcastic. Okay, I'm gonna just stop. I don't care anymore. It was Thank just you. a sarcastic, ironic thing. But everyone's like, dude, you. Know, I'm like, dude, I'm not. What the hell? <laughs> the joke is that why would anyone ever say that? Yeah. But yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm retiring that catchphrase. <laughs> I wish I could retire this catchphrase. That's show me your news joke for those who follow. Yeah. <laughs> no. Fang says I liked Lu- I liked Louis C.K.'s comments on the Daily Show. This is because Louis C.K. always wins. That's, he's Except a smart he doesn't dude. he doesn't get nominated for an Emmy, which the Emmy, Emmy nominations kind of bullshit. Just just gonna say. Well, I don't even follow nominations and stuff or any of those award shows simply because they never do it right. No. Although, no, I take that back. He did get nominated for Best Male Lead in the Comedy, so I hope he wins that. But, yeah. like, his show is not nominated among the comedy. I've heard very, very good things about his show. His show is so good. And I just keep seeing quotes from the dude, and I'm like, that that's a smart guy. He's he's you, funny. You, he's need really to watch, you need to watch his stand-up. There are a couple on Netflix. I highly recommend him. His show, the first two seasons, are on Netflix. Yeah, he's just now blowing up. Which he's is not, good for him. He's downright shameless, but I think that's kind of his charm. Mm-hmm. Which I, I'm going to have to say, it's kind of like, he kind of reminds me of somehow a slightly less dirty Robin Williams. He's still <laughs> pretty dirty, though. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He's still pretty dirty, but Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah if you've watched his stand-up, yeah. holy crap! You go, <laughs> holy crap. oh man, Robin Williams. He was oh. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> he was genie. He does stand-up. Okay. Oh my. Bob oh. Saget. He was on America's Funniest Home yeah. Videos. He's he the, the voice dad. of older Ted. He's the dad. One of the dads on Full House. Older Ted's really weird to me still. Yeah. Oh, no, how about your mother? I figured. Kids. Kids. <laughs> anyway, out recently, NCAA Football 13. Yoko, that one's all you. Um, you always put these games yeah, on I here. really... I'm not going to get it this year. I said that last year, or I said that the year before, or something like that, and then I went up and got it anyway. I'm not going to get it this year. Uh, not enough differences that are noticeable. Uh, Madden is doing a lot of big things with their physics engine, but not as much on the NCAA side, which is unfortunate. And the Lions guy on the cover. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Johnson getting that for show. Getting that injury this year. <laughs> Don't say Knock on wood. Don't say it. Uh, Quantum Conundrum. This is from the one of the original creators of Portal, right? Yes. Yes, it is. I heard okay things about it. I heard it was very... 
okay. Yeah. That was about it, really. It was just, it's okay. Uh, I think John Delancey does basically the GLaDOS role as your uncle. Right. Throughout this, the, throughout it. And uh, everything that I could possibly think about this game, pretty much I'm pretty sure Yahtzee said it. No, it's like the same. It's like the same, but not different. And not different. It's different and the same, but the differences aren't that great. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the kind of game that would do good for them like 10 years from now if they like stopped doing Portal. Right. But it doesn't even seem like it's been that long. It's kind of weird. Well, it's not from Valve. It's, you know, it's the original, one of the original designers, and she left and did her own thing. Still. Yeah, but, you know, you're right. Doing it too soon. I'd love to play the game, but catchphrase. Cash. It's, it's, that's basically my, what, it, what it boils down to. I'd love to play this game because I do like puzzle platformers, mm-hmm. but I hear some of the controls, especially platforming in a 3D environment kind of yeah. controls, mm-hmm. that I hear those kind of fail pretty hard, especially when it's one of those games you look at your feet and you see nothing but the floor. Mm-hmm. You kind of need to see... Your feet. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk HD came out a couple days ago. I mean, it's the original Pro Skater, so you have some like the basics of it, but a lot of the features that you know people might expect because of future iterations, you know, create a character, uh, create a uh, you know a map, what a arena rank now, I not that what is it? Create one of those things. Create a map, skate park editor. Yeah, that thing, the park editor. Um, you know, and more features like that. They're not. In here, so one of my I just want to share a Tony Hawk Pro Skater memory. I remember playing Pro Skater 2 on Game Boy Color. Oh, oh man, that is not a good game. I know Sword Hunter loved playing Pro Skater 2 on PC. Then we got then we got Pro Skater 3 on GBA, and that was okay. I had Pro Skater on the N64, Mm -hmm. and I kept on re (laughs) restarting the level until Superman from by Goldfinger was playing. Oh yeah, (laughs) that that was that was basically my (laughs) yeah my memories. I got a weird one too. Uh, Pizza Hut was giving game demos for PlayStation. Oh really? And there was a Tony Hawk demo on there, and I played the hell out of it. <laughs> I also had like Musashi on there, which I still want to kind of oh, hunt down. Yeah. I still want to hunt that down one day because it was pretty fun. It looked pretty fun when the completionist went through it. Yeah, they made a sequel, and it's like Nomura design. And if you like look at the cover, you're, it's like, oh yeah, that's Nomura. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so. Yeah, lots of zippers, the hair, just everything. But but yeah, it's like they got the whole soundtrack back. That was impressive. When I watched the review, I, as far as I understand, apparently you can place markers where some of the things you need to get, like you know the skate letters or the film reels, where you can place markers where to go for that, and that kind of defeats the point. I think yeah. the maps aren't that big, and more often than not, for runs, you know the two-minute runs, mm-hmm. you're not going to be getting all of them. You're going to try to get you know one set, like that's going to be your goal. And you'll learn where they are, and then you go for it. But I think to mark certain places where you're trying to get an unlockable, you know, collectible thing in Tony Hawk Pro Skater kind of takes some of the point out of it, I think. 
That's my opinion. I don't know. You don't have to share it. I, I'm just kind of confused as why they chose Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, not like, well, again, 2 or 3. Because mm. I remember uh, one of them on the Dreamcast. I don't remember which one. I'm pretty sure it was 2. Yeah. I just kept on freaking getting, like, I beat the game, and then I just kind of played a little bit more, and then I kept on giving me new stages with new stuff to do. Hmm. And I'm just like, what is this? Why does it keep going? And one of them was Detroit, Michigan, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Cause, man. Because I was actually playing at at my uh, cousin's house in Troy, and I'm just like, hey, I'm pretty close there. Yeah. I went down to there for the, I went there to the Tigers game yesterday. That was fun, except it rained. But we went to a bar beforehand, so it was all good. And Line and Kugel Summer Shandy is delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like beer and lemonade. And I don't know why I got on this tangent, but okay. We're going to get this train back rolling right now. Uh, so MGS4 with trophies. Yeah. Holy crap. See, I played this MGS4. Isn't out. This isn't out. Someone someone got on me in the, in the thread and was like, oh, it's not up. I'm like, no, it's like next month. Yeah, hyped. it's in I'm August. Already hyped. I'm already it's hyped for it. See, I played MGS4 on Panda's PS3, and then Sword Hunter came over, and he played it on Panda's PS3. So I have MGS4 in my collection, but I have not played it yet. However, that will change with this update. Yes, yes. And it's not just the trophy things, because, oh my god, that's cool, too. Because, I mean, 2 and 3 have them. Oh my god, shout out to Nathan, who platinum MGS2. Like oh a boss. God. Seriously, not even like, oh, it's probably not that hard. VR missions. Oh, my God. I want, he, he said he clocked in 42 hours of it. Wow. And those are one-minute missions, and it's just him trying over and over wow. and over. Uh, it's been taking him a long time. I hope 3 doesn't take him as long. Props. Huh. He, he, he's dedicated as hell. He knows 2 like yeah. the back of the hand now. And 3's got a lot more gameplay, so I'm curious to see, since it doesn't have VR missions, like, still got to shoot all those frogs. It's got Snake versus Monkey, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that <laughs> counts or not. It's also got Metal Gear 1 and 2, which is awesome. Yeah. HD collection is good. Get that. God. I, I've get, got it. And then get four, because that's going to have trophies, and that's going to be awesome. Get it all. But, but if you're familiar with the game, Sans trophies, I don't know how it's going to work either. Mm-hmm. Somebody said when in Uncharted, when uh, the first Uncharted got a trophy patch, that it made them delete their saves. Whoa. To, which, uh, yeah. But you gotta wonder how they. I mean, if they want you to do it legit. Well, don't like delete the saves. Like, just don't have those the saves option count. Yeah. I think it. I don't know how it works, but uh, cause I got I got everything in the game. I didn't like do hard mode, like super duper hard mode or anything. But I did get the bandana and uh, camo and everything. Well, I mean, I think in MGS two or the, for the HD collection, I don't think they reward you for doing the game on harder difficulties. So. Actually, they don't, yeah. I think you... I don't know. I feel like you gotta do it on hard, maybe. Mm. Well, you still gotta, like, go through without getting caught and stuff. Right. Nathan got so fast at it, and then he said he went through two hours of it and didn't save and got caught, and he was like, oops. Oh. <laughs> Man. Every time I went over, he was fighting the Harrier. <laughs> He'd be on that part every time. And he said, Tony, I should have called you when I got the Platinum, because the last VR mission I had to do was fight the Harrier. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the other big thing, Sans Trophies, which is cool, is uh, if you're familiar with the game, you know about the long install times in between acts. God, and smoke. Are you smoke. smoking yet? And this was 
I mean, it was PS3's early life cycle, so it, I mean, it was just kind of like, well, whatever. But now they have said that they will give you the option to do one really long install. I am okay whole, with this, and that is actually pretty freaking amazing because that was always, always. Sometimes I'll pop it in. I got like a Shadow Moses like save because I love Act Four so oh, God, much. Yeah. But but then it's like I started showing the game to somebody on Act One, and I was trying to play Act Four, and it's like, hold on, <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, take 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 a few breaths, oh, a few God. puffs. I don't even want to play Ooh. anymore. <laughs> someone someone joked that Snake's just gonna take a really long smoke. <laughs> it's just it's gonna just be one long month. drag. Yeah, I can't wait to play again because I played the four. Four has like probably the least amount of gameplay, but it's all really, really, really good. Hmm. Yeah. It's definitely different, more action-oriented with guns and everything. Yeah. Um, Tony, what about Ratchet? Uh, well, they announced. Uh, I just, I was gonna write the date on here, and I didn't. It's like August twenty-eighth or something like that. I think. I'm gonna Wikipedia because our that's, fans that's need the, the best. They they need the best information. information. This is the date that's coming to my mind, my memory. I think it's August twenty-eighth. Don't. Call me on it, unless I'm right, and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm the oh, best I man. It. I did it." Uh, August twenty eighth. Bam! Like a you boss. I'm so it. good. You I'm so it. good. <laughs> but it's sooner than we thought because I kept seeing dates that were like October. Yeah. And they said fall, and that didn't even make sense. I'm like, well, that's not fall. <laughs> but uh, they keep saying wait on Deadlock. Deadlock did get. Uh, announced, they're like, we're going to do it, but it'll probably be downloadable. And I'm like, that is totally cool because I love Deadlock. And they announced more information on the All for One, and they didn't say a whole lot. They just said there's going to be tower defense in it. Is that the one I got for free on PS? No, not and All for plus? One. It's uh, No, that's that? All for One. That's All for One. What I meant to say was uh, what's it called? Full Frontal Assault. Oh. Full Frontal Assault is the new one they're making. And they said it was going to be like like classic ratchet from behind the back and all that stuff but then they're like tower defense and i'm like Boo. is this just gonna be like assassin's creed revelation it's, it's gonna it's like be like assassin's creed revelation like, or it's just like one thing or is this gonna be like nuts and bolts where you're like no it's gonna be like 60 percent platforming 40 percent cars and then it's all cars 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 but i don't care because ratchet hd because that's freaking cool i don't care about anything else it's really cool and like the mgs4 thing has me excited too it's like seriously number one for me this year assassin's creed number two mgs4 trophies i don't care <laughs> i don't care about anything else <laughs> tony just wants his old games yeah i just want my old games all shiny i don't care I don't seriously it's not nintendo do it so much <laughs> of my money will be gone you have no idea and and i cannot freaking believe this i'm not trying not to curse Kotaku posted this article today that's saying FF13 versus is probably canceled. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this game has been in development for six years. This is also six years of Nomura going, wait, after this is done, I'll make Kingdom Hearts. And Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, and that likely as well. And so it's like six years... I mean, if it's like six years, I mean, I get it. Whatever. Final Fantasy. I think thirteen had a really stupid long development cycle as well. This isn't this... confirmed, but they are hearing reports. Yeah, and it does not look well when uh 
where it doesn't look good when well, I think September yep September first. Square Enix has an event where they're going to talk about different things like probably what'll be thirteen three. Good God, why? I'm dude, no. You don't. You don't even play it. <laughs> you I don't watched, even know. You didn't even like. I watched your YouTube video again. With like the top ten, you're like, don't get yeah. me started on the ideas of thirteen two. I'm like, you didn't play it. <laughs> and then you pick Genova. To be continued. Are you kidding me? To be continued. Awesome. That's awesome, dude. It's you already put, you already put forty hours in it, so it's like whatever. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Are you, are you faulting him for putting Genova down? Genova is a good song. He he picked in his uh more. Uh, last generation songs. He said yeah. he picked one from every series. Still, so he picked Genova out of everything from seven through ten, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. I, okay, Libera Fatali is a, a good song, sure, but y'all need it, looking at dude, me. It's it's not not One Winged Angel. No, I think you gave that one crap too. But I, when you hear it in the game, it's like, okay, te- that is a technically impressive song for like the PlayStation. You need to hear the Distant Worlds version cuz good god, real orchestra, that's pretty cool. I don't what? And I'm not a Sephiroth junkie. I hate Sephiroth, but that song is pretty cool. But screeching violins are obnoxious. Nah, that's not screeching. It's not that sound. It's not you doing that. If you do a remix of <laughs> well, No, that, no, that, I'm, yeah, uh, violin sounds are going to come out of my mouth, Tony. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm just no, I'm really going to play the song later and it's going to be you and I'm like, "Oh, he's right." <laughs> Uh, but oh, yeah, this news sucks. I forgot we're getting on huge tangent. But Genova's not. I'm the best perfectly fine with this. I'm okay. talking about Final I'm Fantasy and Metal Gear. I can't. I have nothing to add. Glad okay. I have your support, Super. Oh God, is this what it's like to be Buzz? <laughs> but look, this sucks because this could have been six years that they could have been making Kingdom Hearts. If this is the case, I mean, the game looked freaking cool. I thought, but I think it's for. Another standpoint, it's confusing that they were doing this whole 13. Oh, it's like five games that are in the 13 world, but not really in the same world. But like, I'm like, that's confusing. Why are you even doing that? The Final Fantasy Type O that came out a little more recently, they just it was going to be like in there, and they just said Type O. So I'm thinking they just got rid of all that, mm. which is probably a good thing. And I'm like, now, since I'm into the series, I'm like, why aren't you making 15? Yeah. Why aren't you doing that? And quit doing like 14 and 11. That was, that pisses me off. So it's like, I gotta do the jump to That's ten. That's just and, wrong. I gotta jump, do the jump to ten and to thirteen in my head because Vaughn sucks. So I can't even <laughs> like think of that. But that's really stupid. They could have been making Kingdom Hearts. And what gets me even more is this console generation is almost over. Yeah. So it's like, it's like we'll make it, we'll, we'll make it, and it's like, well, PS4, I guess. And like, <laughs> good, good job. They also we... did this article. I want to talk about this real quick. We're Square saying that this console generation being so long has hurt developers. And I'm like, what? I don't think so. I think you have all these assets and you can keep reusing them. And Ubisoft's doing okay. A lot of other companies are doing okay. But they said, well, you know, it's just you got to keep trying to make the games look better. And then you reach Uncanny Valley because technology's not better. I'm like, no, Square, what you need to do is make better software. If you made better software, people would buy it. If you made Final Fantasy VII, you'd make $800 billion. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. I suppose, but I think we really are reaching the end. I we mean, are, but they're not making stuff people want, and then they're like, oh, this is hurting people. And I'm like, no, it's just hurting you because you're not doing it right. Hmm. I 
you know, I actually wanted to make a point about the end of the council generation because I just saw something today, and it's been announced for a little while. It's the uh, it has to deal with Halo Four, mm-hmm. and I, I today I decided to catch myself up on all of the things and. Microsoft is coming out with the new Halo 4 bundle, right. which is a Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm looking at it, I'm going, okay, number one, I feel stupid because I want this. Because, straight up, it looks freaking awesome. But then I think to myself, well, that's just the worst investment I could ever make. Mm-hmm. A, I already have a freaking Xbox 360. Sure, it doesn't have an HDMI port. And it's a launch console, and it's a little, and I only have 10, 10 gigabytes of data, which is always full. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm just looking at this and going, I could just wait till next generation, and be able to play these games, hopefully, yeah. with backwards compatibility. But I, it's just like, why do they keep on doing this? This is a Microsoft-only thing because they keep doing this. They did it with Gears of War three. And I'm pretty sure they did it with Reach as well. But every time, like, some big AAA title comes out, usually a shooter, like they'll buy release... the console again. Yeah. Yeah, Hello. buy the console again with two controllers. And this is the only one I've ever seen that's just like, and you get a new headset. Don't forget Connect Star Wars. Everybody's yeah. favorite. Yeah, <laughs> uh, doing John Tron again. You're still <laughs> looked out. Uh Oh, I saw sometimes, that one. Sometimes DS uh, does this thing where, and it doesn't, it never bothers me too much, but my friends will be like, oh, there's a blue one now. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's what gets you? It's like, man, I got this black one, but I want that red one. And I'm like, dude, chill out. That's ridiculous. Doesn't, doesn't I got a pink one. Yeah. <laughs> Phantom Hourglass stickers. Well, if I had a pink one, I'd probably get another. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, honestly. Phantom well, it looks okay. Not- it, it actually complements that. It actually complements the tune link, I think. So link has pink hair and link to the past. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Zelda yeah. Boogie? Soapbox. <laughs> so, oh, Soapbox. Um, Resident Evil 6 Anthology is a thing. This yep. is literally what I wrote on my and Soapbox anonymous outline. Tip. From that guy from GameStop turned out to be true. It turned out to be true because he said it was like a collector's edition. Not really a collector's edition. It's PS3 exclusive, first of all. It's happening a little more lately. They they announced that Pac-Man and Mega Man were only going to be in that one version of something or another fighting game. Yeah. Release date of October 2nd, same day as RE6, which that got bumped up. That was... Kind of crazy. That was a few months ago, but that release date got bumped up. Pretty surprising. Anyway, PS3 exclusive. I don't think I've said the price yet. Anywho. 90 bucks. Damn it. I was going to say it. But now let me me tell you what you get for 90 bucks. Okay, we'll just leave and you can just do the show all by yourself. No, do that. (laughs) Resident Evil Director's Cut. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Resident Evil 4 HD, Resident Evil 5 Gold Edition, and Resident Evil 6. That's 6, like. you know, being 60 bucks already. Holy crap. So you're getting the first five games, the last two being the HD and Gold Editions, for 30 bucks. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. They're already, like, they already got Resident Evil 6 Gold ready. It's, like, done. Yeah. It's on the disc. 
this, this kind of <laughs> goes Capcom. Back. It's gonna happen. This kind of goes back to what I just said before about we're reaching the end of the console cycle. Yeah. I'm not going to put any money into a PS3. So this this makes me it's like oh I kind of want that PS3 only. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and keep my ninety dollars then. Yeah. So okay, just give him sixty dollars. That'll show. <laughs> So, I'm not going to get Resident Evil 6. I would only get Anthology because I'd be able to, you know, play it all, get the story up until 5, where then I punch a boulder a couple times, and then I'll go to Ryan, uh, you know. He'll stop right there. There's, like, two more minutes of gameplay. He'll stop there. Done! Yeah, it isn't... Um, it doesn't have, you know, the Chronicles games. It doesn't have, uh, you know, Code have Veronica that. or any of those. But, you know, the main numbered games, all for 90 bucks. you know, 60 of those being... Six, which is pull up the Resident Evil Six logo right now. Woman pleasuring a giraffe. It's a giraffe doing the old catchphrase that I just retired. The yeah. beeger. <laughs> um, you pointed this out to me. It was the best thing you've ever told me ever, Yoko. I well, swear to God. I'm. Mm, so I we watched know, a really intense that, trailer. I don't know whether to be really proud or really sad that that's the best thing I've ever told you. <laughs> no, the best thing you ever told me was what that green stuff was. Another M I was supposed to oh, look at. But right, right, told, that too. That's my favorite story with you ever. Um, <laughs> like, what's the, what am I looking at? You're like the green stuff on the grass. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. But we watched a really intense Resident Evil 6 trailer, and then we're like, whoa. And then it did the logo <laughs> full screen. Like... <laughs> 180p, and we're like, "Yep, <laughs> Resident Evil." Like, what? what it's the the all oh, the that guy, that, that guy, yeah. <laughs> May I know? Like, I'm imagining that as the voice of the giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the London 2012 Olympics has a similar situation going on. With Bart and Lisa Simpson. Yeah. I'm sorry, England people, but you had to have known already. I'm sure you've seen it all around London. Bart and Lisa Simpson doing the Resident Evil 6. That is my soapbox Man. this week. You are welcome, Internet. What even is that? Like, what were they going for there? I don't know. But Bart's on the left. Lisa's on the right. My soapbox. Over to you, Tony. Talk about some wrestling. Have a good weekend. (laughs) Here's some out. Here's some cartoon incest. Bye. (laughs) Uh, So, oh my god. Monday Night Raw will be celebrating its 1,000th episode this Monday at 8 o'clock. And you should all join me in the Skype and talk about it. Because it's going to be freaking... They stack this one. I'm like, oh, whatever. They'll just do some stupid stuff. Because they do stupid stuff a lot. <laughs> that fills up a fair amount of their show. But, I mean, I still love the hell out of it. But this week, they're like, okay, we're going to do a wedding. Which wrestling weddings are always... the People, people like, look at wrestling weddings from the old days, and they're like, they all suck. And I'm like, yeah, but I remember all of them. <laughs> they're so fun. And they never go well. So something bad's going to happen. Daniel Bryan, my favorite guy in wrestling right now, he, when... Me and that other guy were chanting yes on the, the okay, show. Okay, okay. By the way, I did flip over to some wrestling when I was flipping through channels. You saw the worst thing ever, I'm sure. What, what was it? Well, the only well it though. was Daniel Bryan with this girl next to him, and he was turning around and facing the crowd and just doing his whole, yes! 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 
I have that t-shirt. And I'm like, I'm maybe this is cool in the moment, but when you just like turn the channel just to, yes, yes. Dude, I want to yes. turn the channel to that every day. <laughs> like, okay. But for those who are uncultured, I'm like, what is Wait, this and why? Where are the uncultured ones? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, the reason he does that is uh, he got in a world title run where he like pinned the big show, but it was in a really cheap way. And this is when he started to become a bad guy, which if he ever is a good guy, again, I'll be sad because he's such a good bad guy. He, uh, he, whenever he wins, he always wins cheaply as hell. And he celebrates like he won eight Super Bowls at once and he just raised his fingers in the air and just went, God. And it wasn't even like a thing for a while. It was just a thing he did. No one, he's just like, he's just an annoying jackass. But when WrestleMania came along in uh, April, the people who go to WrestleMania are like really smart wrestling fans. Like we're if you give us crap, then we're gonna crap on you because it's like, hey, no, this is WrestleMania. We're Dana gonna Bryan's, fling our crap at you. When Dana you Bryan's coming up. <laughs> fling it back. Dana Bryan's coming out, and he's such a legitimately awesome bad guy that the crowd was chanting yes with him on the way down the ramp. And I'm like, oh, these there's fans now. This is awesome. I love when the fans just turn and like, nope, we're cheering the back guy now. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> and uh like he got he got to the ring and like scattered around the front row on the camera was just a bunch of people with yes signs. And I'm like, this is awesome. And then Seamus kicked him in the head and won in 18 seconds. I'm like, oh <laughs> and then I almost didn't want to watch WrestleMania. Oh, that was anticlimactic. But then they had 20 minutes of like bands playing later, and I'm like, yeah, we couldn't have had that world title match <laughs> last night long. Nonetheless, Raw 1000, they're going to have that wedding. The Rock is going to show up. The Rock, after he beat Cena at WrestleMania, said that he wanted to be WWE champion again, which made everyone kind of go, w- w- holy crap, what? Because he does movies. It's like he doesn't have time for that. Uh what else is there? They're going to announce the new general manager of Raw because they've been coasting on that one for a while. The big thing is that the last pay-per-view last week, uh, they, it was Money in the Bank. And what they do is they have ladder matches where you climb a ladder, beat the hell out of your opponents with ladders. <laughs> when you climb the ladder, there's a briefcase there. Of course it's, it's beat your opponents with ladders. Of course it is. Well, you have to climb the ladder to get the briefcase. And to do that, you have to beat your opponents to the point to where they can't move and stop you. <laughs> so typically what you want to do is that. Big Show got flipped that through a table. So ridiculous. <laughs> it's violence. It's all stupid. Like I love that they're trying to be PG, but I'm like, look, the point of this is solving problems with violence. This is not a good. <laughs> yeah. Big Show, Cena picked up Big Show and like flew him through a table, and just to get Big Show out of the match for a while, because I mean he's not athletic in this sort of thing. <laughs> he's he's cool. a big dude though. He's really big. And all the guys logically are like, let's get this guy out of this for a while. They, there was like 40 ladders, and they just all threw a ladder on top of him. Like, in tandem, it's pretty funny. But Cena got the briefcase, which usually this is for up-and-comer career. So it's like, oh, man, Cena, he's go-getter kid. What's he going to do? He's, like, been champion ten times. But he came out the next uh, last week and was like, CM Punk, you have one week to prepare on the thousandth Raw, we're going to main event. And that was like, holy crap. And I, I don't like Cena a lot. I don't like his ring work a lot. But when him and Punk went last year, oh my god, that was some of the best matches I've ever seen. And uh, that's going to be the main event. It's just That is free pay-per-view worthy match. You people need to watch that. Like, there might be some stupid stuff in 1000, because they'll probably be like, social media derby derp. But 
But when it comes down to Punk and Cena, that's going to be special. That's going to be what wrestling's all about, and you should watch it. And you should watch and it with me. Wrestling I you... is already pretty special. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, like when Yoko was given wrestling crap initially, and I wasn't even into it, I'm like, look, if you do wrestling right, it is like you can only get that form of entertainment there. And I've been, like, obsessed again, like, really well, hardcore. You can know, always watch Days of Our Lives. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want everybody to watch it, though. I want everybody to, like, just this one, that's all I'm asking. I want you guys to watch it, because it's going to be good. At least the main event should be good, and everything else should be fun. John! Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Because I'm your evil twin. <laughs> you don't even know. Soap opera. <laughs> but I can't wait to... Someone was like, who's The Rock going to fight? And I'm like, he's just going to come out and talk. It's going to be cool. He does that. He'll fight later. What I think he's going to do is say he'll fight the winner of the CM Punk uh, Cena match. And if, you, if you're like a regular wrestling guy, you're like, Cena's going to win. I'm like, I think Punk's going to win because he's been on this crazy run. And it'll be Punk and The Rock, which would be interesting because that'd be different. They've already done Cena and The Rock. And they made it once in a lifetime. They kept doing that crap, too, and the hype to it. And I remember like, seeing commercials, yeah. And it's like Ric Flair's last match. It's like there's been like 80 of them. It's like it's never going to happen. But so you're you, excited, you, yes. Yes, I'm excited. It's going to be good, and you should watch it with me. Cause it'll be, even if you make fun of it, I know it's stupid. I know there are like stupid elements to it. If you mock it, I'll be laughing still, because I'm like, yeah, wrestling physics don't make any sense. But just it's like Pokemon, hey. Yeah, it's just like Pokemon physics. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. So if you've learned anything from Show Me Your News, wrestling is like a Pokemon soap opera. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Wow. You got your protagonist, you got your antagonist, you got your rivals. Do 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 Man, I watch Pokemon wrestling. <laughs> it's legit, man. Someone make that into a shirt. I don't know. <laughs> Super, what's That's the soapbox? My soapbox is completely without segue because how do you segue back into games? <laughs> from wrestling, <laughs> I tr- I tried with Pokemon, but not. I wanted to talk about difficulty again because I mentioned this earlier, on a different one when I was when I was talking about Bioshock. You know that really bad game. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and I, I mentioned something and that you guys didn't agree with, and I felt and I was the difficulty of the game. I need difficulty for a game to be fun, and. This recently happened with a certain indie game. I'll get into that, into that in a second. But why is it that the most it's fun not mine, having... Is it? Yours is difficult <laughs> enough. I actually okay. had some good times. Okay, good. It's called Mutant Mole Mayhem. <laughs> yeah. The worst piece of crap I've ever laid eyes on. Mm. No. Uh, thing is, what I liked about this game, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Cave Story. Have you guys played Cave Story at all? I have it. You have it? Nope. It is... To start off with, it's kind of difficult because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I got one-shotted by just about everything. Because you only start off with three health. And I walked to my left and immediately died from five damage. Either way. That, 
uh, once you get going, you actually figure out what the hell you're doing, and it's good to go. Mm. But the problem with the, well, the problem with games is there's too many of them right now that are just oh you died here have a checkpoint thirty seconds ago, and then you're back you're back into it. And those are great for story affairs, but there are games where you fighting for your life is kind of the point, and I feel like that detracts from the situ- from the feeling of a game when you're not even given like a slap on the wrist. You're given, you know, someone just kind of pats your wrist, pats your hand really nicely, and says, "Well, you tried. Here, try again." And I'll, I'll bring it. A, I'll bring this up. Uh, the final run through Halo Three. I kind of wish they didn't have that many checkpoints as they did, but I could kind of see it as well because some of the th- some of the effects are a little bit random. So you know, I've been driving in that game towards the end. I'm about to win, and then something from the sky falls on me, and I'm suddenly careening off to where there is no more graphics. Yeah, it's just like Infamous when they spawn multiple enemies out of nowhere when you're trying to protect a truck that you're driving on top of. Right. But th- there's, a, there's a problem with difficulty in games right now, I feel. But I wanted to bring this up because I feel Cave Story does it really, really well. The only time you're do- losing is when you're... Wait, you brought up a game and you're not going to complain about it? I know, right? Um... I don't even right, know what to think of the world anymore. Okay, go ahead. It's alright. I didn't complain about moles much. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. There's there's some things about moles. I'll talk to you about it later. Don't worry. <laughs> moles will get it. Enjoy. It's comeuppance. <laughs> no, but the uh, pro- thing with Cave Story is it actually has its easy ending, which... Honestly, you're a coward if you get that ending. I'm sorry, or you're you're not so much a coward, or as you are. I thought I was supposed to hit yes. the The option was around the yes button. There's a point in the story where you can basically flee the area, and it's basically the bad ending. But then you get the the act the quote unquote good ending, and then there's the best ending. And I love games that do this. Where you fulfill certain requirements. Now, Cave Story did it in a way that I, I don't really feel like they could have done a little bit better job on it because it's cryptic as hell. But there is a best ending, and I'm trying to work my way through it right now. But that's a. But my point is, games need to start thinking about how to approach different section, different types of people. When it comes sections. to <laughs> sections, sections, you know, yeah, like I actually say things right throughout the entire episode. Okay, when has that ever happened? You're bad, and you should feel bad. Well, yeah, that was obvious, <laughs> but I don't feel bad different groups of people. Yes, bad. yes, different groups of people, because I think that easy, normal, and hard aren't doing it anymore. Full stop, I don't feel like those are even valid these days if we're going to keep on this path of checkpoints every couple of meters. 
Do you think Mass Effect 3 was a good way to split up the different types with the, you know, the full, the normal role-playing? You had the people who wanted the action or just the people who wanted the story. Do you think that was a good way to split it up and appeal to different types of people? I love that you brought that up because I was just about to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I do. I love that you brought it up because I think that was... He hates it. (laughs) No, I love it. I think that was a perfect way to do it. He's going to call me later and be like, Yoko, I can't believe we did that. You sandbag me, bro. No, I'm actually glad because it actually got someone else talking for a split second so I could organize my thoughts. That that was the perfect way to do it. That was, I was totally for that because that had the people who really wanted the story to have the story and those who really wanted to have the game to have the game. And, of course, obviously, if you have the game, you get the story as well. But those who played the story... Can, you know, kind of get the game, get get part of the game. It's it was a very good experience on either side. Although well, I, I say, but you wanted you know different endings for each of those outcomes as opposed to blue, red, want, green, no, blue. Yeah, that 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 is completely different story. Thing. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole on this show, at least anymore. Uh, well, that's funny <laughs> to bring that up. I have this 11-foot pole right here. Oh, really? I'm going to smack you over the head with it. <laughs> Is it your third leg? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. But I, I feel like more games need to start thinking about how they can approach difficulty. Mass Effect did it great. Cave Story had a pretty set difficulty, and it did. It, it still has its easy, normal, hard. But it, as far as difficulty goes... You put in more work, you get a better ending. You get a better story. I don't, you get I don't agree story. with that. <laughs> you don't have to agree with it because, Tony, you're bad. You're bad at I, games. <laughs> I play games for story sometimes, so I just want all the story. I don't want to be like, oh, you should play better. I'm like, no, I was just no, playing no, no. it for that element. Oh, no, no, no. I think we already talked I, about it. It's, if, it's, if it's a story-driven game, it's not cool. But no, no, no. Uh, this this actually kind of fits well with what I was saying before because this is how Mass Effect did right. You play the game for the story. You pretty much would choose the narrative option, which uh, yeah, gives yeah, you yeah. all the all the choices that is given in the the game mode option. You know the full game, all the enemies with their all their powers and all that. And, and the actual but, gameplay is just balls easy. Yeah. The actual GameCube can be balls easy, but you the choices you make are still yours, and you still feel the repercussions for your for your choices, and it's still up to the player to do different things right to get the best endings. Mass Effect kind of screwed up the ending thing, but <laughs> it did the stu- it did the story up to there completely right. To be completely, mm-hmm. yeah. um, how it handled the stories how it handled its decisions and outcomes. Again, different story. But what my soapbox was all about, games need to start thinking about... I just realized I said start. <laughs> yes, you did. I wanted to say start, but I didn't have any spit any left. And you, you wanted to think about it. No, I just didn't you have any... to start thinking. I had no ability to make the S sound. Let Yoko do his segue. They need to start stinking. Come on. I was. I wanted to finish. Go. I thought you were going to segue into the thought. No, no, no. We're, we're segueing right now. I'm okay. done. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I made my point. I think I reiterated myself seven times. You did. 
I'm bored of it. The thought as we <laughs> start stinking. Great segue, I know, but we only have about 10 minutes left, so. Yeah. Major Moses says, how about some Batman hype? I don't think any of us have seen the movie, even though it just came out last night. I am looking forward to seeing it sometime tomorrow, I hope. I'm going to see it Tuesday. Yeah, we're staying away from the internets. It, it pisses me off we can't like dance around the subject because it's really depressing, but the yeah. shootings, oh man. We have to. That's awful. At, in Aurora, Colorado, 20 miles away from Columbine, some guy who I think he was like, going to be a medical student. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh my god, one of Zero's friends got shot. Oh, man. Dude, like, see, see, this is him, like, in the hospital. Yeah. Seriously. It, it really bugs me that it, it's ta- not, not just for, like, I mean, what happens is horrible, but it's like now, it's like you can't mention, oh, man, Batman, but someone, one person will be like, oh, but did you hear about the, I'm like, yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> Like, I don't really talk about it. It's messed up. No, I mean, there's no way to, you know, poke fun at it or something like... I'm sure Daniel Tosh will find a way, but... (laughs) Or even say something like, oh, see, this doesn't happen at Marvel movies, so Marvel is better than DC. Like, you you can't can't do that. Never mind. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to say anything. What? No, I saw I saw I, post that. That's what I'm saying. You can't can't do that. That's, like, I, did, I was like gonna say that, and I'm like I probably shouldn't. Oh. I, Don't I, worry, I did, I did not. got all your jokes. Honestly, no, I, I, I did not. That. I did not agree with that tweet. That's no, me neither. But <laughs> still, I'm just. Saying. I want to like call her out on the show, but then I like started, and I was like, well, Tony was gonna make a dumb joke there, and he stopped. But yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> You can't, you know, make light of it. No, no, it's messed up. Like, it's it's depressing. It's sad that it's, you know, just the work of some some guy who's just crazy. Did they find out why, or was he just nuts? He's just, so as far as we've heard, like, he's just nuts and was planning it. And it apparently took place during a shootout part in the movie, a tear gas grenade, and I just, like, uh, no, it's... Apparently he had four weapons on him. Mm, like a or, handgun and a rifle and gas, tear gas grenades. Like, uh, mm. And like the worst, I think I've hear, heard stories of, you know, news reporters outside film, or not, or not, not film, outside theaters in their own town. And like, that's, you know, miles away from the actual story. And like, you're reporting it there. Why? Yeah, he, he did apparently booby trap his apartment, expecting the cops to come there. And he said he has ten, ten, uh, Tennessee license plates. It's messed up. Like, you can't, you can't do anything but feel sorry for that. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And the fam- I feel bad for the families. Yeah. Because I, I I was watching some of the story earlier today, and there was. I uh, pretty much he was being there was a guy being interviewed by uh, BBC Television, and he was there with his family, you know, with his sons and daughter, and it was just he, to to go out for a family outing, mm. and have something just like that happen is just I can't believe that I I sometimes I can't believe people some people sometimes 
imbalanced or no. Yeah, there is a gun law and right to bear arms debate buried in this somewhere, and I'm sure we have our own you know, take on it. But Batman. Yeah, Batman. Let's at least try to get back to some Batman hype. I am looking forward to the movie. I hear people raving about it, but then again, I heard people raving about Avengers. And Avengers was great, but... To call, say things like, it's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, how can you expect... People it? say that like, because off. Act 3 was just freaking badass the whole way through. But I can watch Act 3 still, on loop. How do you expect... Yeah, like, no. me to... You know, I'm going to be watching this movie and I'm going to be thinking that. And then... Well, that You can't live up to that. Well, there yeah. are people who said, you know, The Dark Knight was the best movie they ever saw. Yeah, and I still didn't. I, I cannot. I'm going to be that guy. I can't wait for the reboot. <laughs> like, even before the three came out, I'm like, can we start over? I don't like Jeez. these. I don't like these as much. Although, I am looking forward to Christopher Nolan, you know, being the director of the film and all. Inception got the film nerd in me really excited. So, I am excited for that bit of it. I don't. Uh, when I say that, uh, it's not to say I don't think The Dark Knight's a good movie. I just didn't like it as much. And as a Batman fan, a lot of things bother me in this canon. Mm. Like, I don't like it. He's like, "Well, we're telling our story." I'm like, "I know, but I don't care." But can Your we also sucks. can we also mention the Rush Limbaugh? Bane is a Hollywood plot putting Bane <laughs> in the Dark Knight Rises. It's a thing against Mitt Romney because of Bane Capital, and they're turning him against Mitt Romney because Bane is the villain, and Bane and Bane Capital, and I'm Rush Limbaugh. Holy bat shit crazy. Eh, bat. <laughs> you see what I did there? Huh? Yeah, yeah, you like it? You like it? It's pretty funny. Good yeah. God. Yeah, you socialist scum. Seriously. Because <laughs> I'm a liberal and I'm bad and all liberals are bad. Hurt to dirt to dirt. I mean, I'm, I don't even like to talk politics with people. But come on, that'd be dumb from either side. <laughs> come on. Show me your news the political podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got all in any part when you When you bring up <laughs> Batman, and okay, they've had Hollywood things in the past. What was that one thing? Like, oh, the big oil company in the Muppets. Oh, the oil companies are the villains. So the Muppets is the Hollywood plot to be against big business. Like, (laughs) what are these people thinking? Just watch the frog sing. It's fun. (laughs) Goddamn movie. Just watch Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. And just that's what it is. What what Dark Rise said about Bane though? There's, that's not Bane. <laughs> that's not Bane at all. <laughs> not anywhere close to Bane. Yeah, because Obama didn't create Bane. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like he's a luchadora, like assassin guy. He's a badass, but now he's just like a white guy with with a mask. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Catwoman's a uh, cheetah now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, apparently Anne Hathaway is really quite good and. I like Anne Hathaway. I wasn't I gonna was be on. Gonna be I wasn't gonna be on the people who'd be like, "Oh, she always plays the stressed out girl, so she's going to be really bad as Catwoman." Like, I I trust the casting, and people are impressed so far. So, I'm looking forward to that aspect of the performance. 
to be honest with you, I think I want to see Spider-Man more than this movie. I still have to see Spider-Man as well, but I still want to see Dark Knight Rises more. There was a debate on the sports radio station that I listened to where you could see one of these things, you know, for the entire year. The Dark Knight Rises or the Super Bowl. And granted, it is on sports radio, so, you know, a lot of, you know, smidges are going to say, oh, it's the Dark Knight Rises easy because I don't like football, so, and I don't like the Super Bowl. But for a lot of people, that's a big deal. And it was, you know, the caveat that if you chose the Super Bowl, you could never see the Dark Knight Rises. And surprisingly, they were shocked that, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, you know, the Dark Knight Rises, I, you know, can see plenty of other Super Bowls, whatever. But then people bring, it's Detroit sports radio, so they say, what if the Lions are in that Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where people started to waver. And some people did still say Dark Knight, but then some of the rationale was like, oh, well, the Lions are good enough that we'll make it to multiple Super Bowls. Like, okay, no, you, are, you are off your rocker. Oh, they will. That's uh, nuts. Okay, here's my thing, and it's kinda, it kind of goes with wrestling. With, it's live, and if it's not live, I don't care. If the, if the Super Bowl's live, I'm not going to like... The Dark Knight, I don't care. Even if I never get to see them, like I've watched so much other Batman media that I find better. It's like I'll watch that. But Super Bowl's live and it's happening, and I'm tweeting about it, and it's funny and it's good. So I rather watch Super Bowl. It's happening. Hmm. Now we're talking sports. We've alienated everybody now. We don't care who knows. See you guys. You guys are just like Microsoft's conference. <laughs> And you like this episode so much then, right? Yeah, this uh, episode won E3. To, to yeah. super. <laughs> if you see, could see, see what my I did face. there? I turned it right around on you. I did that. No, you didn't because I've been smiling as big as I can. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I would just put on the biggest troll smile. See what I did there. I guess I should resend that email to Usher about being on next week. Oh, mm. yep. Cat's out of he, the bag. Oh, he no. was totally up for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the biggest gamer. Yes, maybe we don't know. Anyway, I think we're good Not this week. No, Batman. Let's get excited for Batman and be safe. God, I don't yeah. want people to like overreact and start doing. We, we had to mention it because if we don't, then we're like the like heartless bastards who didn't yeah. say anything about it. Like, I just don't want TSA measures in my movie theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Just because, like, just because one idiot ruined it for all of us. I mean, Batman, sports, wrestling, and Ouya Comic-Con, and Evo. What a show. My goodness. With that, I am Yoko. I'm super. I'm not so grump. <laughs> and we are the Show Me Your News. But totally props to Doba. Oh yeah, it was that was a that was a good one. It was pretty good for a first you know video edit that he says you know, aside from 
really simplistic stuff. I, I had may to, not I had to agree add it. with the list. I I have my own beef with it. <laughs> However, what is what are, what are your complaints? You can make it an Easter egg. Where the hell was Hellfire? I agree. Where I, was I, Hellfire? I mean, I know he brings up Hellfire during Poor Unfortunate Souls. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not but, really spoilers for a top ten. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hellfire wasn't there. His number one was very strange. It was strange, but you know, I I like that. He, I like that he made a call to action to the internet, though. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prince Ali pissed me off. <laughs> uh, I no, I agree that "Friend Like Me" is the better song from Aladdin for that list. Uh, even my you know hmm. six year old no, yeah six year old self could tell you that. I um, um, but I don't know geez. like if if we're counting you know Prince Ali and the reprise. Mm. Yeah, if you count them together, but not yeah. really separate. Um. I just started like I went like three minutes through it before you called me, mm-hmm. and and like I haven't seen these in years. I, I watched these like a hundred times when I was a kid, but it's like holy right. shit, this is cool. Also, it's like as an animation junkie, I'm like looking at it now. I'm like, this is fucking pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, the part where they give the what? No, go ahead. I was gonna say the part where they give the bread to the kids. Mm. A monkey, a monkey took a bite out of that bread. I wouldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, that's that me. True. Uh, I was surprised to see a Hercules song on there. Yeah, I ag- I actually agree with that one. I don't know about as high, um, but that would be the song I'd pick from Hercules. Um, right. I just didn't remember that they had many songs outside of those like montage kind of songs they did. Yeah, criticated that. Movie. Also, yeah. also, including when somebody loved me from Toy Story Two. And he said, like, oh, if you didn't cry at that song, you're lying, blah, 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 blah. blah. I, like, I didn't. I didn't. But then again, I don't really cry at many things. But here's what you could cry at. You take that song and you take footage of needy puppies and kittens. <laughs> because it's Sarah McLachlan, And that's really all her music goes to. I think there, maybe you get some more people crying. Just when somebody smiley. loved me, everything was beautiful. You ever seen I'm those, a uh... dog <laughs> and I'm <laughs> a bone to chew on. Yeah. You see those uh, uh like Facebook pictures where it's like, I'm hey, hi, I'm Sarah McClockin, and I'm here to ruin your day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole bit where um at work we had Sarah McLaughlin come to the theater nearby. And, like, several people from work went. It caused a ton of traffic for whatever reason. But then one of uh, my intern co-workers got, like, a few CDs. And then we just spent some time, like, with the lights off and playing Sarah McClacken. I'm like, this is just just makes you think of, you know, needy puppies. And then, like, we had people walk in the room and be like, okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say, that, that song... It reeks of Randy Newman. When somebody loved me, mm-hmm. everything was beautiful. They made me this killing dog. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I feel like there's too many, two other things I wanted to add to the 
story pool, but I can't remember right now. Oh, yeah, I should bring that up again, even though I finally added things to it. Not 20 minutes ago. Behind the scenes. Although, I'm glad that Be Prepared was on there, but I would have put Be Prepared higher. Mm. Yeah, me too. I, I yeah, he didn't, even, he didn't even reference the fact... He referenced Jeremy Irons, but he never mentioned uh, Jim Cummings singing the Yeah, despite the whole backstory of Robin Williams and the genie. Yeah. Dope, it was a good list. It was a really... Really great effort for a first time around. But you can't like make you just, one of those. You just have to have opinions of Disney. Yeah. It's just natural. You're, pl- you're playing with something that everyone grew up with. Yep. I, Yoko I, I just don't want to think that like, <laughs> your list was bad and you should feel bad. Not like that yeah. at all. <laughs> Yoko Game Grumps is the best thing ever. Like Game already. Grumps is a great gift to the internet. I'm so happy. <laughs> like I've rewatched them. Like, I don't care, they're so I'm funny. Grump. He's a grump, and we are the game grump. And that's it. And I've listened to that a bunch of times, too, and it's six fucking seconds. 